This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome to Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, I hope you've been keeping up with the Twitter files. I have not, so maybe you can teach me something. But something, you know, is brewing here about the censorship in America, and we're not taking it seriously. But you know things have changed now when President Biden gets a warning on his tweet. He tweeted that billionaires pay only 3% in federal taxes. And there was a warning saying... No, in fact, they pay about 25%. So, um, you know, the tables have turned. There's going to be some fairness. Hopefully, at least with Twitter, we're still seeing a lot of censorship with YouTube. I got censored recently. I put up a podcast you on did? my... Yes, I put oh. up a podcast on my channel, which I did with Dr. you. Dr. Maria, in, in, uh, in grammar school, high school, and uh, college, and several graduate schools, Never ever got disciplined. Ever. No, of course not. Ever, unlike unlike her partner, who spent uh, most of his high school education in the principal's office. <laughs> I, I was what they would call a teacher's pet because I loved learning. I paid attention to the teachers. I had nuns in grade school, and um, and some teachers, and um, I loved them dearly. So, anyways, let's watch out for censorship. Let's speak out against it. YouTube. YouTube, stop it. So uh, I put up the podcast about mandates and how there's so much research saying that mandates don't work. And we've seen that it didn't work, right? People still got COVID, you know, things happened. And they're still using that to censor people. And the worst thing that happened during that time was Anthony Fauci. Because Anthony Fauci said to disagree with him is disagreeing with science. Can I tell you about the science community? Because that's my community. We love discourse. We love spirited discourse. Because... Science is not absolute. You need lots of brain power with different theories. A lot of it is theories. Just look at our history, how we've proven we used to use things to cure people or treat people, and now we know it's bad for them. But I am doing a viewer's special today. We get a lot of feedback from our listeners, and they wanted us to talk about posse Comitatus Act of Possibly, 18... I'll, I'll, yeah, you, I'll, I'll you give, pronounce give, it best. I'll give you, I'll give you the uh, usual lawyer's pronunciation, which I think is the proper Latin. Not always. Lawyers, you know, mess up Latin because most lawyers are big dopes, as you know. Uh, it's Posse Comitatus. Thank you. And it was written in 1878. Whoever, except in cases and under circumstances expressly authorized by the Constitution or Act of Congress, willfully uses any part of the Army or Air Force as a posse comitatus or otherwise to execute the laws, shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than two years or both. Now, the reason the viewers have written in about this is uh, the most I've seen is they question Rudy why President Trump didn't use troops to sequel the uh, BLM riots in massive destruction oh, of property. And also about 30 people got killed during that time. Well, he really couldn't, right? Well, I mean, it, he gets beaten up both ways, right? So one of the one of the one of the things that leaked out is that several people around the president uh uh, suggested the use of troops uh, on the election uh, fraud. And uh, I should tell you, uh, I was there when it happened, and I threw the people out. And the president uh, immediately said, Rudy, and he wanted me to respond, what do you, what do you think of that? I said, okay, you, would you like to all check into jail? And, uh, and I uh, urged him to get rid of the people who were, urge, who were doing it. And he said, actually, I don't think he, I even urged him. Call me over and say, get, get the hell out of here. And uh, that was the one and only time it ever came up. And I, I am extremely offended when people suggest that. There was no one more sensitive to the use of the military than uh, Donald Trump. And, and every, every president should be. It's, the reason, it's one of the reasons we are not a fascist uh, 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 banana republic. We don't use the military internally within the United States. It's for the defense 
of the United States against foreign enemies. Now, there are a little exceptions, right? Like the National Guard is both the military of the United States and of the state of New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania. The National Guard can be properly used with the permission of the governor. Now, that's the civilian authority, the governor. So, for example, on September 11, Governor Pataki used and President Bush authorized, not the use of the military, the use of the National Guard, and many of them came into New York City, thank God, to help us. Yeah, sure. He eventually did, at our request, Pataki and me, specially written out, whatever, whatever, we got some military help. We got some Marines. Yeah. And we got some, and I'm not going to tell you why, but we got military, and it was perfectly legal. Yeah, and I understand now there's that added to this act. But it was very, but I should tell you. Well, yep, go ahead. It was very limited, only for a few days. It was very, it was actually observed by an outside observer. I mean, it was like so carefully done. And you can't tell us why to this day? No, I can't tell you. Okay, that's but, right. I mean, the that's reality right. is, and, I, and, and you have here somebody that served in two administrations, and there's nobody more sensitive to the use of the military inside the United States. And I have to tell you, when I was called over to the White House that day, this is all public. I mean, unfortunately, it was all leaked out. And it's not privileged because there were non-lawyers in the room. But they lied about the leak, though. They lied about the whole damn they thing. They tried to say you were saying use no, the no, military, I, and you've always no, been against no, no, that. No, no. They actually, I don't think I ever said I used the military. Actually, two of the people that generally were against me said that I was the hero of the day. And the Washington Post described it as, an unlike, I was an unlikely hero. Rudy <laughs> yeah, Giuliani right. was an unlikely hero in declining the use of the military. Like, you know, like I'm some kind of a maniac. And they've never called me a hero before. <laughs> like, how about 9-11, guys, or when I put the mafia in jail, or when I, put the, when I sent away the Nazis? Or, I mean, it's ridiculous. The minute you go for Trump, uh, you become persecuted. So nowadays, you know, in the original act, it said um, you can't use the Army or Air Force, but the Marines and Navy have been added to it. Another listener wrote, well, what about Trump using the D.C. National Guard when it looked like they were going to storm uh, the White Great House, question. I think? Great question that d- despite a million requests, the committee would not look at. That has to be authorized by the mayor. Well, well, isn't the D.C. National Guard, since it's not a state, no, directly no, the under the president? Yeah, but the mayor has the role of the governor. Well, she she did, she did not want it. Yeah, and, and neither did Pelosi. Right, but the president and, and, could and also, command and the so, D.C. National yes, Guard. Yes, but to do it correctly, uh, whether strictly by the law or not, but by the, by the traditions that surround the Posse Comitatus Act, and the tremendous... Uh, uh, tremendous uh, 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 objection we have to it. You need the local authorities to approve it. You really need them to request it. You can't even force it on them for unless they're being a, a, a obstructionist. And in this case, Pelosi didn't want it, McConnell didn't want it, and the mayor didn't want it. And you're, at- you're talking about January 6th. I was not talking about January 6th. The listeners that questioned me about it were talking about he used the D.C. National Guard when there was all these fires, and I believe it was right outside the White House. It could have been the Capitol. And he used them, remember, to cross the street to, to push back the rioters. No, I'm sure that was with the permission of the locals. Okay, that's not what's documented in okay. history, well, then, well, but there's so well, much then, fake news. Well then, well, yeah. then, well, then he didn't follow, he would not have followed tradition, he probably followed the law. Yeah. And then the others, the last example that I was asked about was Kent State. Now, Kent, those of you who are younger than me won't remember this, but in 1970, there was a lot of protests about the Vietnam War, and it was breaking out over campuses. And on Kent State University in Ohio, they dressed up in camouflage, gas masks. They were protesting. And the governor at that time of that state brought in the National Guard. It was a it was a terrible scene. Multiple I think four people got killed. I still remember the picture of a woman screaming over a dead body. And it it was just an awful, awful scene. And um so I think that shocked the nation to use to pit a military unit, although it's not a federal military, it was yes, a it state, I mean, yeah, but it's yeah, hard yeah, yeah, to have I mean, the military go military. against the citizens who were right. they, who by all accounts were peacefully protesting. 
Uh, okay, uh, maybe. But I don't know. Maybe, I, uh, maybe. I think it's probably a little cloudier than that. But in any event, it, it, it did shock the nation. And, uh, and, and I urge people not to instinctively or reflexively jump to the solution of using the military for internal police functions. Also, let, let me tell you, I never asked for the National Guard ever except on September 11. In fact, Governor Pataki was so unsure of it while I was missing he was holding the National Guard back because he couldn't get me. I was missing for a half hour, and so was Bernie you were trapped, Carrick. You were trapped in a building. Yeah, he thought right? I was dead, actually. They were drawing up papers drawing up papers for someone else to take over so that they could make that decision. And the first thing he asked me after he said, thank God you're alive, was, I have, I know how, he said, I know how much you oppose the National Guard being in the city, but I have them, I think he said, uh, I, I have them deployed right outside the city in Westchester, ready to come in. He gave some number, like 5,000. I said, Governor, all bets are off this time. Get me them. I need them. Yeah. Oh, I know I need them. gives me the chills. So, so uh, uh, you know, I want, at that point, I want, now, why do I not want the National Guard? Because they don't have the local policing. You, you, can see, you can see now what I knew then for 30 years of, of being involved in law enforcement. Local policing is extraordinarily complicated. You can get yourself in trouble doing the right thing. I did not want to put our National Guardsmen in that of having to deal with uh, machinations that police officers have to deal with, and they have a hard time with it, and they're trained for it. But I figured this was such a big emergency, and the task was so uh, different, and also the support we had at the time was so great, we, I would not be doing that to them. And they did a magnificent job. We also got police from Chicago and uh, from Governor uh, Bush and from Mayor Daley, to whom I will be eternally grateful. Did you get any from Massachusetts and New Hampshire? Oh, Boston, absolutely. Yeah, I thought so. But, I mean, the two biggest were Chicago and and Florida. Probably Boston was the third. And then, of course, all the New Jersey communities, Nassau County, Suffolk County, I don't even count them. They're part of New York. They all sent us people, and and we used them. I had a, some of my nurses try try to help and went, and went into well, New York. To this day, yeah, I in meet, New, from New Hampshire. To this day, I meet people. I'd like to say every time I go out, but almost every time, who come up to me and say, "You know, I came from Montana and worked on at, on September 11 or uh, during the days, and I helped and I did this and I went to work at the church at St. Paul's." And that's what you meant when you said, even though it was the worst day, not only for your people, yeah. but for the country, it was. The best, in a way, because yeah, yeah. you saw the best of yeah, people that's what come I mean. out. They try to yeah. misinterpret that. They try to misinterpret everything. Yeah. I meant it was the greatest day in terms of the response of braveness and love and charity and American patriotism. And yeah, beautiful. Uh, we you, we need that again. Yeah, but hopefully without such a. And I wish it was. Uh, let's all unite. It doesn't matter political party over the harm done to our children, whether it's lack of education, not the right education, or trying to chop off their body parts, or or this damn damn perversion of transgenderism with minors. There should be no hormones, no surgery for anybody. I believe under twenty one years old. I thought I thought uh, 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 President Trump's speech last night is the. F- now, I may be wrong, and you all can correct me, but I think it's the first presidential candidate to really go four square on that issue and say, uh, when he gets elected again, you know, like, like he says, uh, you're not going to be chopping up uh, uh, teenagers. No, because be I think illegal. most people feel like that. It is just the fringe well, of it. society. Like, I can't believe there's not Democrats who are appalled Hormones, at what they're learning about. Nine-year-olds? Uh, just think of the ordinary child. This is a perfectly normal, regular child of average or greater than average intelligence. How many times they change their minds about everything, about everything. And now you start a multi-million to billion-dollar campaign funded by that to convince them to doubt their agenda. Uh, by the way, the uh, son-in-law of the attorney general makes millions and millions of dollars training young people to question their gender. Huh. Uh, well, more, more with that um, when we come back from this break. Stay with us. 
This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria. And we are proudly sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, I have said before, I get the privilege every week of sitting next to a historic figure. And every day I learn something more. Like I just learned that President Bush actually had him doing work for him in his administration. But I want to tell you, I'm also next to a movie star. The new movie Gotham is now released, and it's the fall and rise of New York, although a newer title could be The Fall, The Rise, and Fall Again. But it features Rudy Giuliani and what he did to lower crime, to make the streets of New York safer. The crime actually was much worse than it is now when he took over. And I always said it's about the right man at the right time. George Washington was the right man to be the first president. He was a very humble man, but very decisive. Abraham Lincoln, I can't... Heck of a a comparison. Yeah. But it is true, I never chopped down a cherry tree. <laughs> but Abraham Lincoln, I can't imagine another person with that resolve the pressure he was under to stick to the freedom of all men and actually go to war over it and stay in war, not compromising. And you were the right person for New York. And I don't even mean September 11 because you were definitely the right person for September 11. But I don't think any other person could do what you did in such a short amount of time. Bloomberg must be praising you every single day that you gave him such a safe city with good policies that he could continue. I praise Bloomberg every day for carrying it on. You don't. I think people don't realize that, even though I have significant now, not then, but significant political differences with him. Uh, and that's the way I am. It doesn't remove my respect for him, for how good a job he did of carrying on difficult policies to carry on. And with Ray Kelly, and I would I'd give Ray Kelly, I'm not sure Mike would have been able to do it as well. In fact, I'm sure he wouldn't without Ray Kelly, but I give Ray Kelly a great deal of the credit for it. I, I also, uh, you know, remember the contributions of other people. Like, I know there's a lot of difficulty with President Bush now and, uh, and, and, and President Trump. I announced once, uh, and I will stick by it, that uh, President Bush will always be a great president because of the way he reacted to September 11. I repeat it, and I still believe it. So me me f- too. So go fight with me. You know, we're, none of us are perfect. None of us... None of the forefathers were perfect. We are complex people. So not everything we do is 100% correct. But when needed, they came through, right? Those people came through. President Bush came through. That was one thing I couldn't stand about President Trump's speech last night. Now, I love President Trump's policies. Without a doubt, he, and, and I feel bad that people lied about him, that there was two impeachments not based on fact, that the whole Department of Justice was against him, Big Tech was against him. I think that was all wrong. But I didn't like it in Texas that he went after President Bush, and I didn't like how long he talked about DeSantis. DeSantis has been nothing but a good governor for the state of Florida, and he doesn't need to do that. But that's my personal opinion. My opinion? Yes, of course. Okay. I agree he shouldn't talk about DeSantis as much. But, boy, after what he said with those sly comments about, well, I don't know about an affair and payment to someone about an affair, but I think Bragg is wrong. Hey, you think I'm a jackass? You're saying um, I can't figure out what you're doing, sneaky Ron? That that, That was number one of two things that convinced me we may have a slippery guy here. I do not like that. Oh, so DeSantis, uh, Trump can say it, but DeSantis can't? I didn't tell you. That Trump, <laughs> I, didn't I just tell you I don't think he should criticize Trump? Uh, oh, yes. Man? I'm sorry. I didn't I'm hear that you, clear enough. If, if he got it last night, he deserved it. He, if, if it were me and he did that to me, I would have done the Koch rule. Hit him back ten times, and then he won't do it again. Second, I'll give you another one. He is displaying an even more significant problem with his two positions on Ukraine. And he backed off so fast, it scares you. 
He wrote he wrote a position on Ukraine that you would dis- describe as ultra uh, uh, isolationist. Basically, what the hell are we doing in Ukraine? And it's just a territorial dispute. Well, I don't know. Men, women, and children have been slaughtered. Hundreds of thousands have died. <laughs> it's not just a territorial dispute, Ronnie. Well, the minute he gets interviewed by the Post, by a reporter who's pro-Ukraine war, well, I didn't really mean territorial dispute. I meant serious territorial dispute. And I would support Ukraine, but then again, I wouldn't support Ukraine. Jesus, I, that's that's that deserves... The little superimposition of him over over uh, Romney or um, former uh, or former Secretary of State Kerry, who was for the war before he was against the war, and then was against the war before he was for it. Yeah. We don't need those people anymore. We're in too much trouble. They got us here on the one hand, but on the other, I'm for war. I'm against war. Too damn important, baby. You better have a position on Ukraine, and you better have the guts to stand for it, because that tells me a lot about the fact that, I don't know, you could be another Biden. So we're talking about this, and we actually have a caller who who has a comment about DeSantis. Good morning, Joe from Book, Brookhaven. Good morning, you great patriots. Louder? I love both of you. Listen, DeSantis, is that interview uh, correct with Piers Morgan? He said, he, and it's really, I'm a very emotional right now, if it's real. He couldn't answer where he exactly was on 9-11 when America was in, under attack. Did you see that? I actually no, I didn't, missed that, and my I didn't friend. hear I that. that. I, I was more concerned about the Ukraine comment because the, the one, I just had the feeling, and I, I respect uh, Tucker Carlson for his position on Ukraine. I don't agree with it. I respect it because I know Tucker forever, and Tucker is an isolationist. I don't think he liked that description, but and maybe that's a simplified description. But Tucker's position is consistent with his years, his philosophy. This other guy, well, I thought when he wrote it, it was over the top. I don't remember him. I remember him as pretty much a traditional Reagan Republican on defense of America, meaning DeSantis. All of a sudden, he sucked it up to Tucker. And the minute Piers Morgan pushes him, he fell apart like a cheap suit. Joe, we'll have to look at that interview. I would be surprised. I don't actually know offhand how old DeSantis is, but he was in naval intelligence. And it would surprise me. I don't know if it was the time of 9-11 that he was in naval intelligence, but uh, that would surprise me. So shocking there. Let's go to Allison. Our friend Allison. Hello, how are you? Good morning. Hello, how are you? Isn't it funny you're bringing up Waco? Let me... I was going to bring up Waco about Janet Reno. Is that what you want to talk about? Yes. Oh, good. I'm glad you read my text message. Um, Oh, no, I did not. But um, we talked about Waco this morning because um, she did not use federal troops. She did get approval by Clinton. She later regretted it, said she had bad intel by the FBI. She used a lot of ATF. (laughs) Intel by the FBI. Yeah. Yeah. She... um, because they, it was believed they had tons of illegal guns. But go ahead, make your comment, Allison. First of all, the the initial raid was justified. The warrant was justified. They they did modify their firearms into fully automatic, um, you know, weapons, and they had uh, grenades and you know all sorts. They had a fifty caliber. I mean, all sorts of stuff. But this week, um, Netflix put out a documentary from the perspective of ATF and FBI on the initial rage, raid and the ensuing siege. And um, I have a lot of friends that were on that raid in Waco, uh, um, a lot. And people keep asking me, but what about the violation of posse comitatus? And I don't know how to answer that question. So I'm asking the attorney, Mr. Giuliani, ah, tell a, me. A great timing, I- Allison. So I, I will give you the answer. Uh, it's one or two. And it, only because I don't know, not because I'm Ron DeSantis. Um, one, it could be that it was approved by the governor. I can't. I can't imagine it was, and she later regretted it too. Oh, so <laughs> and Taylor. Or, or there are times in our history where a president has moved ahead. But they didn't use federal okay, troops. Let me, let me give an example. Okay. Uh, we used federal troops during the civil rights movement. Eisenhower did, because the Southern governors wouldn't approve it. And would that be a technical violation of posse comitatus? Because getting the children into school. You know, didn't risk a revolution, but um, nobody complained. So we have had like minor violations of it, uh, where things have to be done very, very quickly. 
But usually we're usually where usually American presidents, including President Trump, and I can tell you his reaction. I was actually shocked at how strong it was. He had just a visceral reaction. You do not use troops in the United States. No way. Great conversation. We'll be back with you shortly. WABC. On weekends, music is our message. Coming up today on Music Radio 77 WABC. The best music. Starting at 6 p.m., it's Ramsey Mazda's Sundays with Sinatra. With your host, Joe Piscopo. Then at 8 p.m., cap off your music radio weekends with the Vinnie Madunio Show. Hey, this weekend, where the music is. Saturday, Sunday, WABC. The greatness of the nation and its moral progress can be judged by the way its animals are treated. Our nation has too many abandoned animals, but there are few that work hard to make sure they find their purpose and their forever home. Help these animals by donating to Delta Rescue, the world's largest no-kill, care-for-life animal sanctuary. Once an animal is rescued by Delta, they live their life out at their incredible refuge, home for up to 1,500 animals. They save dogs, cats, and horses that are abandoned in the wilderness. Every animal receives the best care, and Delta relies solely on contributions from people like you and me. It costs a fortune to run Delta, especially with an animal hospital on site. By being a part of Delta's mission, you can make a difference between life and death for many animals. Please join me and give from your heart. Help this great organization. Donate today at DeltaRescue.org slash Rudy. That's DeltaRescue.org slash Rudy. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back again, uh, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Get your 11 bucks in right now if you want to continue to be my friend. Uh, and if you don't want to be my friend, put it in anyway because it'll be good for you. Uh, here's a, here's a, here's a, fir- the first line of an article in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, don't accuse me of plagiarism, but it's a great first line and it tells you everything you need to know about a communist organization in your midst. It's by Rich Calder of the New York Post, and it says the New York City's Teachers Union is sponsoring a virtual workshop on fighting against the harmful effects of whiteness. Are you kidding me? In our lives. That's a quote, babe. That's That's a quote. That's racism. The United Federation of Teachers Online uh, Seminar, dubbed Holding the Weight on Whiteness. Oh, my God. Is scheduled for Monday, uh, uh, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. And it's going to be hosted by Queens-based uh, psychotherapist and self-proclaimed diversity, equity, and inclusion leader, Erica Zondervall. Have you noticed DEI officials, or I don't know what they're called, are, are not about diversity? They are not about diversity of thought. They are about anti-whiteness, exactly what you're saying. Is it true? Is it true at the beginning? Do you know hospitals are now starting to get advertising for DEI officers? It's a job. In, yeah, they don't have enough surgeons. What we're concerned about, <laughs> the American College of Surgeons, who I respect that organization, I love their criteria to become a trauma center. It's very strict uh, criteria. But they're now into this. So if you're worried about um, you don't have enough purple people, so I I, I want to elevate. Lent, you should have purple. Yeah, I want to elevate purple surgeons to do surgery, even though they flunked four courses. They've had lots of yeah, wrong site surgeries. It's got to be the grandpa you don't like. We cannot do that. We've got to be based on talent. If you don't have the talent to be a surgeon, you shouldn't be a surgeon. If you don't have the talent to be a teacher, you shouldn't, be, you know, we can't do it. We learned about this pilot who, um, just because he was black, they were afraid to reprimand him. He kept, uh, failing simulation was tests he, for, was he blind? For emergencies. He, during an emergency, he would just push buttons in a simulator and it always literally, uh, led to okay. tragedy. Right. Well, he caused a plane crash. He and three others died. Well, okay, well, we have on the line with us someone who is going to make his debut. Well, no, it's not really his debut. His debut on this oh, regular his show, show of his. Yeah. 
And uh, I, I only know a little about him, so he's going to tell you. He's going to tell you a little something about himself. His name is has a name similar to mine, uh, but we're going to meet one of these days. His name is Andrew Giuliani. Andrew. And I look forward to meeting. You know, yeah, I, well, say, I, I heard a lot about you. You were a great candidate. I heard the best. Well, I, I will tell you. I wonder who you heard that from. That sounds like somebody that I work for. I think it was your wife and well, daughter. As a matter of fact, yes. Well, that's I even know them better than the person I was referring to. But yes. I'm looking forward to the show this afternoon, the debut of the Andrew Giuliani show at 3 p.m. on WABC. And I'll tell you, to your point right there, when you talk about the talents, talents of pilots, talents of our healthcare professionals, I look at our NYPD, and there's nobody that knows this better than Rudy Giuliani. When you think about the classes that are graduating right now, the 2002, 2003, 2004 classes, with over 2,000 officers that graduated those classes, now you're having six or 700 officers come in, and they're reducing even the mile-and-a-half test. So it's not even a matter of the quantity. You're not even getting the quality, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and that's why our city uh, is in such a, such a jam here in New York. And one of the things we'll be highlighting is an incredible movie that just came out. Anybody can get on Amazon or Apple TV, and that's Gotham, The Fall and Rise. I actually think I know the star I can introduce right it. over there. So we'll be having the director on as well as Curtis oh, Lewick because it's Curtis's birthday today. Oh, happy oh, birthday, Curtis! I didn't, I didn't know that. I got to send him something. Funny. So what? What type of show is it, Andrew? We are going to be talking about everything from politics to current events to sports. A lot of call-ins. Uh, so basically, uh, it's, uh, I don't even want to define the show. I guess we'll let people define it by what it is. That's, yeah. that's, that's a good, that's how we did it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, and remember that you, if you can't listen at the time, you can go to wabcradio.com and listen afterwards, but try to make it three o'clock with this great rising star. And you can get it all over America, all over the world. Yes. If you, if you, if you got, I've been giving it out here in Florida, you know, the wabcradio.com. We met some people last night, and they were interested, and they said, are you on the radio? I said, yeah, just go to wabcradio.com, get it here in Florida. And they said, oh, we, we listen to the radio on our, on our phone all the time anyway. You know, you brought well, up such a great example when you talk about the NYPD and how they're lowering standards. I've yes. watched this in education for at least 20 years and my little voice trying to stand up against it. We shouldn't be graduating people who can't read or promoting them to fourth grade if they can't do simple math or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. What What is the answer to this, Andrew? I think it's continued uh, qualification standards, right? It's continuing to make sure uh, that we have teachers that uh, actually care about that, te- that the teachers that actually care about our children are empowered and not uh, u- union bureaucrats. Um, and that to me means parental choice, right? When I think about uh, everything politically to me, I think about through the eyes of my daughter. And frankly, you know, obviously I'm conservative on 90 plus percent of the issues, but if there's something that a, a liberal would bring up that's going to help my daughter's welfare, I would consider that because more importantly than anything else, than anything that I'm defined as, I'd much rather make sure that my daughter has a better city, a better state, a better country to grow up in. Well, you know, I think you're going to have a great show. Also, people should know that you were the first to call out Bragg. It could have been within a couple of minutes of his uh, uh, inauguration when when he took the oath, then he put his statement out and you said, doesn't one violate the other? And you immediately yeah. call for his removal, which is when it should have happened. I mean, he announced, "I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to enforce half the laws." And you embraced the parent movement almost from the moment McAuliffe made that ridiculous remark. That you were right yeah. on top of that, and you got involved with all those families. Well, when you think about what Bragg is doing right now, it's kind of no wonder because you've got a guy who really doesn't care about the Constitution. If he did, he would never have sent that DA that memo out to his assistant DAs on the second day that he was in office because it obviously violated uh, the New York State Constitution. But uh, anyway, you know, back to uh, back to kind of the show on Sunday. With you guys leading off and the great talent on WABC, I think the NFL, by the time the fall comes around, is going to be wishing to move to the weekday because we're going to take so much <laughs> They're going to go to China. They're going to go to China. Okay, get them. That's exactly right. They, they That's can make exactly more, right. more money than they like the well, NBA. Well, thank you for joining Andrew, us, Andrew. And thank you for joining us, and, and thank you for contributing. We need We need your voice.
This is a way to have well, your voice out there. It's, I mean, people will realize how accomplished you are, uh, both in the Trump administration as a candidate. Uh, good luck, Andrew. Well, thank you, Dr. Maria. Thank you, Dad. And tune in today at 3 p.m. on WABC. We'll be listening. So you listen to Andrew Giuliani and see what you think. I think you're going to be like all the people who listen to him. Uh, he didn't win with his first race. He was outspent, and he had a good candidate against him, Lee Zeldin, let's face it, who he supported completely. So this guy is a loyal guy. He understands loyalty. And uh, But I think I, he can be really impressed. I love the young people that are getting involved. And he encourages other young people. Yeah, I, I think it's so wonderful because they're the ones that are trying to buck the establishment. They're the ones that are courageous enough to to question and say, why are we doing this? Let's try something different. Well, we have so many callers today at 1-800-848-9222, and we try our best to take, to take some. So we are going to go to Sandra. Oh, at 3 o'clock, I'll be in my automobile, and I will listen to Andrew Giuliani. Excellent. <laughs> no. Thank you. No. Well, it's true, but here's my concern. They're going to phase out AM radio in all the automobiles, and it's oh. already starting with Ford. They're going to discontinue it in the F-150, and they're going to do it in the Mustang. And I discussed this with Greg Kelly, and he was really, really upset. I am really, really upset. upset. I, I think there's a reason for it. That's right. It's censorship. That's what they, I think. They know, they know that uh, conservative talk radio dominates Radio, I mean... Uh, oh, my goodness, now, I didn't even think of that. Well, think, uh, how, how many famous left-wing radio shows are there? None. How many famous right-wing radio shows are? A dozen? I mean, was there ever a Rush Limbaugh on the left or, or a Hannity? or a, No. An O'Reilly? No. Uh, so they want to cut off... I mean, they, they, they control, they control uh, uh, the mainstream media... This the talk radio is like a little bit of our ten percent of the window where we get around the iron curtain of censorship, and they're trying to cut that down. Now the answer to that is, in large numbers, people are going over to their phones. So what I would recommend is take your phone, connect it to your radio, stick it in a nice little pouch in your car, and go to wabcradio.com. And then you, and then and then when you go to way out, you know. WABC has one of the biggest signals, so you're going to hear it way down in New Jersey. But if you drive to Washington, you can hear us. Sandra is teaching us something new. I had never heard that. And you're right. Yeah. That is where AM conservative voices are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm, I have a live stream now every night, uh, 8 to 9. And it is not on radio. It's on, uh, it's on just about most of the social Social platforms. media platforms. It's on right? tw- Twitter big time. We go, go over 100,000 uh, on Twitter. Facebook. Facebook. Getter. Getter. YouTube. Uh, Rumble. Rumble. Go big. to Rumble because Rumble doesn't cent- censor. And yeah, go to Rumble for sure or Getter. And, uh, but the, the big number is on Twitter. Like, uh, the last one all told was about 160,000 on Twitter. And, but uh, you've gotten up on just one of those platforms, 280,000. That's most than yeah, some so, shows. No, that's not on radio. There's no radio, no television. You gotta get it on your, you gotta get it on your uh, iPhone, your Android, or, or on your iPad. Or, or if you have a hookup of that to your television. Uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but there was a point at which I think about 40% of our audience uh, is from, uh, from mobile. Forty percent. Oh, is that right? Yeah, used to be only like ten. Used to be only ten. This is about a year ago. I bet it's over that now. But I'm just judging by the numbers we get at night. I I thought nobody beyond me because it's hard to advertise. It's hard to find. And uh, I I only wonder what we're going to get once we start advertising. Because you are worldwide known, um, people are very interested in you in England. You get a lot from Australia. I don't know why. We get a, I'm not gonna say a lot, we get a lot, we get a tremendous number from Australia. Yeah. Australia beats Europe. Do you know why? Cause the people, I feel so bad for Australia, they had some of the worst lockdowns, like, uh, police were coming out with yardsticks to measure if they were six feet apart. They were isolated in their homes, and those people were so suppressed and oppressed, 
I love the people of Australia. Yeah. Keep fighting for your freedom. Yeah, they're essentially conservative and you know old-fashioned Westerners type people. I'm going to let you pick the next pick one. Mini, mini, Let's go to catch a tiger by the toe. If he hollers, let him go. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. How about John in Staten Island? Love Staten Island. John, John, John. Hey, good morning, Mayor. Happy Sunday. Listen, uh, and Marie, Dr. Marie, you guys were Thank mentioning you, the, um, the rules or actually how people are trying to do disinformation. In New Jersey, they passed a law where the kids are going to be taking uh, education from the, the politician deciding who to pick on it. That's just like what the, all the Democrats are doing right now. They're trying to subjugate us into what we're doing. And one other thing I was going to say, quick, Newsmax used to give out a radio uh, when you join the subscription. I think maybe the, um, you know Mr. Casmatidis could give us a free AM radio that we carry if we don't have one in the electric car you buy. And we could be on the beach and anywhere else listening to WABC. You, you know, that's an excellent idea because, you know, they're really not that expensive anymore, AM radios. You're no, right. not at all. But, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to tell you a sad, I think, uh, prediction of experts, not me. And that is, uh, you know, five years from now, they're all going to be out, AM, FM. It's all going to be, it's all going to be on your mobile devices and, and uh, live streamed into your television. That, that's where we're going. And um, because, well, think about it. I'm watching the baseball game. I want to go to the store. I can take it with me. Uh, or they love, and uh, the second thing that happens with our live stream at night, which shocked the hell out of me. So we finished the show. We're at, uh, we're at let's say, one night, I remember we were, we were at 92,000. And I said to Ted on Twitter, I said, Ted, oh, we went below 100,000. We were at 120,000 last night. He said, don't worry, just wait 10 minutes. Ten minutes later, we're at 120,000. Later, we're 130, 40, 50. People listen to it later. Yeah, because they may have a favorite program at 8 o'clock, or they have a or social like, event, or like they're to, working. Or they like to listen when they're going to, 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 uh, to work, or they like to listen to it when they're going to sleep. Or yeah, because like it remains up on all your social media yeah. platforms. And, they can, yeah. and, and that's happening. I'm just using my show as an example. People are making their own schedule. And when they can stream and when they have these uh, these services where they don't have to pay all that money for cable, they create their own uh, channels. You know which one I wish I could have been at is the one you did at the art show with um, Scott Labato, who's from Staten Island, isn't he? Yeah, well, that's Friday night. Yeah, yeah. So go back and look at that. Scott, I think... Was he a comedian at one time? I don't know a heck of a no, lot about him. he's always been an artist, but so, always, yeah. always, a, always held back by the fact, believe it or not, that he's conservative. And he's, he's a superb painter. I mean, there's a, there's a painting he has there in that show in West Palm Beach of, of Donald Trump that uh, just from the point of view of, uh, we're talking about realistic painting now, of accurate depiction of Trump, I've never seen any better. So... Uh, we're going to take a short break, and we will be back with a powerful finale with Dr. Maria. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Uh, this is Rudy Giuliani with the incomparable Dr. Maria. And uh, we are sponsored, as you know, by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Now, get your contribution in. It's $11 a month, and that will help them take care of wounded warriors who are catastrophically injured and need smart homes built for them, and also for the families of those police officers and others who are, uh, 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 who are, who die in the line of duty. You know, someone, uh, donated anonymously, like 110 acres, and I may be 
may, may be oh, mistaken wanna, on the exact, but it's to build homes. Right. I want to go and see that. Here. We got to go. Yeah. We got to go. We got to go. So we, we got to talk go. about TikTok because it is please, please, a I mean, national I'm so threat. Angry. I'm, after what I heard, and, and, and I got I to tell you, AOC is against banning TikTok. Would she like to hold up a sign and show us her Communist Party sign? You know why she's not a member of the Communist Party? She's too stupid to know what it is. Can I just say, this is not theoretical. It is well known that the CCP can get into your data. When you sign up for TikTok, they're in your phone. Children, and they're targeting children. It's been exposed, all their algorithms, all this craziness about transgenderness, everything else. Get your children off of TikTok. How do people vote for AOC? You know, we have to. You know what she says? You know what, what she says, Doc? No, I don't she know says, what she says. She says, she says, oh, oh, there, everybody's able to get into your, 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 your personal stuff anyway. What's the difference if TikTok, what's the difference if the red Chinese communists get into it? Don't you know the little bit, just the little teeniest bit about history, you moron? Don't you know the teeniest bit about history? I mean, you didn't know state capitals, I remember. You don't know how many states there are. Did you really get educated? Or was it just like uh, they gave you marks or something? Yeah. You know, and with the advent... Stupid, these people. They're also stupid. (laughs) Of AI, artificial intelligence, and the Chinese are really good at facial recognition software. They can copy your face. They can copy your voice. I mean, it's a real dangerous thing besides getting other information about you. But what it shows about AOC and all of her, and all of her, whatever they call them, communists, is either they're communists or they are totally blind and deaf to the vast, unbelievably fatal danger of communism to our future and to our children. It is so embedded in them, our government now. Which makes them pretty close to... Well, let's make them pretty close to you know what. You know, a lot of our uh, listeners, you know, try to blame the voters for people like Biden being in office. And I've always said, well, you know, they were fooled. They didn't have the right information. But I think about that and I think I'm wrong. We actually knew Biden was a liar, a plagiarist. But you voting has consequences you may not like everything about a person, but you got to look at policy, at values, past records. And Biden, look at Biden's comments through the years. He's he's an absolute racist. He's, he is, he know, didn't want his children going to school is, with black you, people. You, you can look at everything they call Trump, and they have done it in excess. Everything they call Trump, they've done. For example... Collusion with Russia. No, he didn't do that. They did collusion with Ukraine illegally. How about that? Uh, making a false entry and lying about a campaign finance record. Well, she paid a uh, million dollars for the Steele dossier, uh, which was a campaign contribution for sure because it was used only for the campaign, and she uh, listed it as uh, legal expenses, which is a false entry. And uh, she's going scot-free, and they're making up that charge against Trump. She destroyed 33,000 documents, including classified documents. Trump had them in his house and was debating with the federal government how and when to turn over and which ones. And they want to put him in jail uh, for it. Uh, uh, the, the, the Democrats sponsored... Well, I think uh, I think that nice music means we're coming to the end of our no, show. That's it? actually coming from oh, your phone, me? Rudy. <laughs> Who is that? Oh, that's, you, know, you know what that is? I'm going to tell you what that is. That's Epoch TV. Oh, giving yeah, you an alert. Yeah, my, my, my favorite uh, 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 written newspaper that somehow they haven't sent to me. If Epoch TV is listening, you haven't sent me my copies for the last two weeks. And I know I'm signed up because I, I get all your stuff online, but I'm missing the hard copy. You know, I, and I, I will not turn against you because I can't. I agree with you, but I don't get mad at you. I, I love that newspaper. It reminds me of the way the union leader used to do a newspaper where well, you do have really anything. good information about news and it's non-biased, but they also put in those things that are interesting, whether you like recipes or how to grow yeah, a when tomato. You them, or, Maria, when you call them, you call them. 
if you have an inquiry about uh, if you have an inquiry about circulation, dial one. If you have an inquiry about account, dial two. If you have an inquiry about an article, dial three. If you have an inquiry about dial four. You know, Rudy, I have um human beings. I have a suggestion for you on the Rudy Giuliani show Monday through Friday, three p.m. Eastern time. I want you to Great get show. into, and Rudy we could do it next Sunday as well. Shouldn't Dr. Maria be on more? Good. <laughs> Don't interrupt me, sir. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kidding. But um, this unholy alliance with China, Putin. In Iran. Now, Z recently said about him and Putin, our friendship knows no boundaries. So what's that mean? Are they going to come together militarily wise? I mean, we're so ill prepared now. Our federal agencies are more concerned with going against people who believe in the Constitution than our foreign adversaries. So they better get on the ball and get their intelligence agencies ready, their point, military I mean, agencies ser- seriously, ready. Seriously, that, that, that may be the, the, the uh, gosh, there are so many most important things right now, it's hard to distinguish. But I think China turning the tables on us. And I, I should add to that uh, something you know and have mentioned often, and that is that we're de- decreasing, don't get fooled, we're decreasing our defense budget because you have to calculate the effect of inflation. We're going down a couple percent. This is precisely the opposite of how Reagan won the Cold War by outspending the Soviets, which means that China is following the Reagan model to outspend the United States. They have already passed our Navy. Yep. There's no way they should have a bigger Navy than ours. We have to. No way. We're we the United poli- States of America. And we have to defend two oceans. They just, I mean, they, in essence, you could almost say they have a four times bigger Navy than we do, given the fact that we have to split between two oceans. And you know if we get engaged with China, Russia will cause trouble uh, in order, or vice versa. The, the, we, we have successfully linked the two of them together. Thank you, Joe Biden. I want to thank our wonderful audience for all their suggestions, comments. What a great, intelligent audience, and we appreciate you. Stay, stay listening to us. Listen to the Rudy Giuliani Show Monday through Friday. And, and also, thank you very much. Eight to nine on oh, yes. social media. I don't know. Pick one. Pick Rumble. If you don't have, or yeah. Go Twitter. Twitter's my big one. Or, or, or get her. Because if or you don't like or the. RudyGiulianiCS.com. Yeah. We, we got some great podcasts. We'll be back next week. I'll be on all week. And I'm going to force Dr. Maria to come on. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.